Welcome to You, Me and the Counselling World, the podcast dedicated to student counsellors and their road to getting qualified and beyond. Today, on episode 15, I want to talk to you about overwhelm and how to deal with some of those feelings. If you listen to this on Apple Podcasts and would like to leave me a review, please do. It would really help me out. But in the meantime, let's get started. Hello, everybody. Here we are for another episode, and it's episode 15, can you believe? I think the time has absolutely flown, I don't know about all of you, but it feels like it was just yesterday since I first started recording this, and now it's episode 15, how did that happen? But it's lovely to be back, and I really wanted to be really real with you all today, and talk about how overwhelmed I'm feeling right now with everything, and I thought actually, do you know what, I'm going to sit down and have a really open and honest conversation with you all about how overwhelmed I am right now in this moment. And I think the whole beginning of this came because when I began this podcast, I created a huge piece of paper with it, which was almost like a big mind map. And that had on it everything, like all of the ideas I have for episodes, the ethos behind it, everything was all on this massive piece of paper. And somehow I've lost this piece of paper that feels so crucial. (laughs) Somewhere I've put it, somewhere safe, but I don't know where. So I'm sitting down here today without my little book of ideas and without my kind of mind map of what I want. And these podcasts are very much unscripted. But here I am sitting here thinking, my gosh, this is the first episode I've ever sat down and not had a clear idea of where I'm going with it. And I thought, well, actually, this is a really good episode idea because... We, in our profession, can get really overwhelmed. And it does happen, and it happens to me quite often, actually. But at the moment, there's an awful lot going on. I'm starting, you know, an amazing venture, and I've got a lot that's going on with that. And I'm really loving it. I'm enjoying every minute of it. But it is creating this real sense of really rushing between clients and supervisees and rushing to meetings and back again. And it is creating this huge sense of like, oh my gosh, I've got so much to do and there's not enough hours in the day. And I'm finding myself searching online for things and and looking through things that are all related to the other venture, but it's not allowing me time to switch off and to just relax. I guess the first thing that always goes out the window for me when I feel this way is doing the things that I think I need to do the most, you know, things like self-care. Things like switching off and watching something on TV, things like watching a bit of YouTube, you know, all the things that I really like to do to relax and to unwind, all of that stuff and going out for a walk and exercising and all of those things, the things that I know make me feel better, they're actually the first thing that I let go when I'm feeling overwhelmed and it kind of doesn't make sense. It's you let go of the thing that you need to do the most, but that's what I'm really aware that I've done. I'm letting go of the things that I really need to do to help me stay on an even keel, if that makes sense to you all. So I've recognised that I'm feeling really overwhelmed. And I think I recognise it because I've just got this sense of like, oh my gosh, I've got to do that. And I've got to move to that. And I've got to move back to that again. And I wonder whether this resonates with any of you listening, this idea that I feel like I've got so much to do. I don't know where to begin. (laughs) And and I, I almost can't do any of it very well when I feel this way. It's just the feeling of 
I've just quickly get a bit of that done and then I'll come back and get that done and then I might be able to do that. Then I've got to see a client um, and then I'll do that. I'll write my notes and then I've got a supervisee. You know, it's all of these things. It's jumping from one thing to another. And I think the only time that I switch off from all of my internal sort of chatter and stress is actually when I'm with a client or with a supervisee because they give me the most amazing sense of going into their world with them. And actually, that's a really good rest from my stuff when I feel that way. So I, I actually find it really refreshing to work with clients and supervisees when I feel this way, because I, it allows me to just park everything that I've got going on for myself and be able to just be with them in their stuff. And that is such a gift. I find that to be such a huge gift and so helpful. So I really like to do that when I'm feeling this way. But of course, it doesn't take away from the fact that I've got a growing to-do list with so much to do. And sitting here now talking about it, I think that the best thing that I can do is is to really have a look at that list and have a think about how long each of those things might take to actually do, because some of the things on there might be send an email or make a quick payment to somebody, (laughs) those sorts of things that actually take, you know, maybe 10 minutes maximum. So, What I generally do when I feel this way is to have a look at my to-do list and then right next to it, all the way down, I write how long it might take me to do each task. This is something I've not yet done for myself because, again, I don't always do the thing that I need to do. But as I'm talking to you now, I'm thinking that this is my best way is to actually go back to my to-do list and to write out how long each thing is going to take. So I think then it will give me a really clear understanding that actually... This isn't going to take me forever. I can get this done. I can manage it. I've got enough time. So that's always one of the first things that I do when I notice I feel overwhelmed. And when I notice that I'm I'm flitting from thing to thing without actually completing any of it properly. And I think that that's one of the key indicators to me personally when I feel overwhelmed is to notice that I'm going from thing to thing, back and forth, and I'm not really completing any of it to a satisfactory level, if that makes sense. So that feels really important. I think also when I come to think about that satisfactory level thing, that's my real perfectionism street talking there. So you need to do this. If you're going to do it, you've got to do it completely well. You've got to do this brilliantly. And sometimes when life gets crazy like this, Sometimes it's okay to just do it good enough. And I know that we speak about good enough a lot here, don't we? Maybe that's what it is. It's okay to do this good enough. It doesn't have to be absolutely perfect. Let's just be good enough and get it done. And I don't mean do a a half measure. I really don't. I I like to get things done in a professional way and in a way that is thorough. But I don't have to always go that extra mile and that's okay, especially when things are like they are now. So instead of trying to do lots of things at once and not doing any of them very well, it's about me now really looking at what I've got to do and beginning to zone in on, okay, I'm going to sit and I'm going to work on this and I'm going to block everything else out whilst I do it. Because that really helps. It really helps to let go of some of that overwhelm when you can just focus on something a bit like I was talking about when I t- when I see clients or supervisees. I just focus on them and their stuff. So it feels to me as if it's a really good idea to be able to say, I'm going to focus on this and I'm going to get this done. I'm going to be able to cross it off my list. And I don't know about you guys, 
But I love a list that's handwritten. I love to have a paper list and where I can actually get a great big biro and scribble it out when I've done it or put a massive tick next to it because that just feels so good. (laughs) So good to just watch that and just to go, oh, I've done that today. I've got that off my list and it's done. So that's something that really motivates me. If any of you have got like top tips for what you like to do when you're feeling overwhelmed, please share them with me. You know, come and find me on Facebook or something because I love to hear from people. I love to hear from all of you. And um, it's just great, isn't it, to to listen to people's ideas and, and to understand what else goes on for other people. Because everyone deals with things like overwhelm or, um, you know, feeling a bit like you've got too much on your plate in different ways. I think everyone's so different. So I think that it would be really lovely if you guys are up for it to share some of that. And, you know, let's talk about that together. That feels like it could be a really good thing for us to strike up a conversation together, you know, not just with me, but with each other as well. So that would be a really great thing if we can make that happen. I would love that. (laughs) That would really cheer me up this week if you could do that, guys. (laughs) The other thing um, that I really notice is when I feel this way, I don't concentrate that well on the task that I'm trying to do. I don't mean with clients or supervisees. I always concentrate with them and I always go into a really deep place with them. But I'm talking about admin tasks and things like that when I've got things to do or if I'm writing assignments or whatever I'm doing. If I've got those sorts of things to do and I've got a lot to do, I find it really hard to concentrate. And as crazy as it sounds, I often like to have the TV on just in the background when I'm doing like admin tasks and stuff like that. And I noticed today that I'm not turning the TV on and having it on in the background. I'm sitting at my computer and I'm trying to really quickly get things done. And actually, I'm not getting as much done as I did when the TV was on. So that's something, again, that I notice I really need for myself is to have that on in the background, not watching it, just listening. It's just there as background noise. But somehow that really helps me to get stuff done. (laughs) But it's like there's a sabotage button that's been pressed. I'm, I'm not doing the things that I know help me. I'm I'm sort of moving away from them. And that's just a really sort of something that I recognise in myself and that I've learned about myself in in the you know, over all of the years that I've done this counselling work. I've really recognised my own self sabotage button that can be pressed. So I wanted to point that out because I think that that's actually a really useful thing, perhaps for you listening out there, because it might be that you notice that about yourself too. And and once you notice it, you can rectify it. But if you're not aware of it, it's really difficult to rectify those things. I guess another thing that feels important is thinking about setting some sort of boundary time-wise because it's what I've been doing is I've been sort of working all in the day and then of an evening time, I've been searching on the internet for things or reading emails or responding to emails, just continually being sort of fired up with work and kind of quite consumed by it actually at times because of this new venture that I've got going on. And actually, I will talk to you about this new venture at some point very soon. It's actually really exciting and I, I'm, I am loving it. But it's just that in this, in this initial phase, it's really, really difficult to, to get everything. You know, to, to, to do all of this stuff is really hard. It's just a really big job. It feels like a massive mountain to climb at the moment, if I'm honest. What I need to do, and as what I will do, is to go back to setting a time boundary and saying, I'm going to do this and I'm going to work for all of this time. But when I get to a certain time, I don't know, 4pm, 5pm, 6pm, whatever I decide, I'm going to switch this off and I'm going to then do something for me, whether it's out going out for a walk or doing some 
circuits, going and having something lovely to eat or watching some YouTube or watching something on TV, reading a book, all of those things that I know really help me. I'm going to make sure I do actually do that for myself because I do deserve it (laughs) in the same way as you guys out there will also deserve it. When things are hectic and things are busy, that's the time to take the most care of ourselves. So I'm going to recognise that in myself and I'm going to say to myself that I do deserve this and I'm going to make that happen. So that's another thing. It's almost like I'm sitting here today with you guys and I'm just talking through all of those things that I need and it's almost like I'm making a pledge to me and to you that I'm going to make this change and do something different it's like I'm drawing a line here now a line in the sand with you all and it's really helpful it's actually really therapeutic so thank you for listening because that's it's well it's like a bit of free therapy really isn't it (laughs) so that's great One of the other things that I definitely do when I feel this way, and I think a lot of people do, a lot of clients talk about this, is procrastination. So you've got a lot to do. You've got an awful lot to do. And I've done this, this, you know, very recently, had so much other things I needed to do. I found myself shopping on ASOS, you know. Oh, I didn't think to myself, I need to order something. You know, I really do need to get that ordered. And I'm on ASOS, you know, scrolling through. And the whole time I'm on the ASOS um, website, I'm still completely aware of everything else that I should be doing or could be doing, because I don't really like the word should very much. I'm aware of all the things I could be doing. And I'm still not allowing myself to switch off from those. But I'm just sitting there scrolling through ASOS and ordering myself a couple of things. But actually, I would have enjoyed it so much more if I'd have done that after I'd done the other jobs. I would have been able to sit and allow that to be some of my downtime and treat myself to something lovely. So that was something that, again, I notice. I I procrastinate by doing something else, but I don't enjoy doing that other thing. Whilst I know how much else I've got to do, I find it very difficult to relax if I've got lots to do. It's really hard for me to switch off from that. So Again, it's about noticing that procrastination that's going on and and then recognising it and challenging it for yourself. I should have or I could have challenged that the other day for myself, but I didn't. I, I sort of did it all and then I thought, oh, I still got all of this stuff to do. It's about that, isn't it? It's about being able to really challenge it and to understand and to recognise what's happening and why you're doing what you're doing. If you are procrastinating, ask yourself that question, why? Why am I doing this? And for me, I know that I would be sabotaging myself. Procrastination for me is complete self-sabotage. And I think it's really important to recognise that. The other thing that I think we can all do sometimes is spending so much time completely switched on by technology. You know, phones with emails coming in and text messages pinging and people wanting something from you on WhatsApp, or notifications coming. All of those things are so continuous. They keep us in a state that feels very switched on, doesn't it? It doesn't allow us to turn off and to relax. And I talk to clients about this so much. Like, there's so many sessions that I've spoken about, because they will often bring that sense of how their phones are interacting, and how their their phones are interfering with their relationships, or how their phones are interfering with their downtime or how they might find themselves replying to work emails in the middle of the night and it's because we're just continually switched on and in society we've become completely kind of customized into always 
having everything so instantly. So if an email comes, there's a real sense of, I need to respond to this quickly. I need to respond to this urgently. If you order something online, there's an expectation really that it'll be delivered quickly. You know, people don't want to wait for days and days. They want their parcel straight away now. Amazon have set the bar, haven't they, for that kind of 24-hour prime delivery. And and that's what we want. We want everything so instantly. But because of that, I don't think it allows us much time and much space. And it leaves us kind of very um, hyper aware of everything else that's going on. So sometimes it can be really helpful to recognise that and to switch the phone off or leave it in a different room. Remove smartwatches, which are another thing that make things continually switched on, don't they? And to just be and just spend some time, whether it is out in the garden or going for a walk or reading a book, just enjoying some time where we're not completely switched on by technology all the time. And I feel so strongly about this I feel that it's something that spoils the mental health of so many people if I want to be honest about it that's kind of my reality I suppose and that's what I really truly believe yet I am still a person that that has my phone I do have a smartwatch that pops messages up (laughs) and you know I don't always recognize straight away that I need to switch off from it. And I do recognise it, but it sometimes it takes me a little while. And I think that's part of the overwhelm. And that's me as a trained counsellor. Without blowing my own trumpet, I feel like I am quite a self-aware person. I've got a good sense of my own self. But many people don't have that. You know, they don't have the same self-awareness because they haven't been through the training and all the experience that, that us as counsellors may have had. Even that training and even our understanding doesn't make us immune from this situation of feeling overwhelmed sometimes and self-sabotaging ourselves and not allowing us what we need. So I think that all of this comes back to recognising it and really understanding what's happening. Like, why am I doing this? Why am I still on my phone? Why have I not put this down and picked up a book instead? And I feel as if when I'm talking through this with you now, that it's almost like I'm resetting myself again and I'm, I'm, I'm preparing to implement all of the things that I know will really help me when I feel this way. And if you're feeling a bit like I'm feeling right now, and let's be real, COVID has created some of this too, hasn't it? We've been in a situation where we've been locked down, we've been away from friends and family, and now everything's opening up and suddenly we're all expected to go here, expected to go there. And we're not used to being quite so busy with with social events and meals out. And, and as much as they're lovely and they're great, and I, I still like to be invited to all of my friends and family listening, it feels as if, again, we're not used to doing all of that stuff right now. So even with COVID, that's also created something. So if you recognise that for yourself, that you are feeling overwhelmed, you've got too much on, you're not sure what to do, And maybe this podcast episode today can also be a little bit of a reset for you too. And maybe it will give you what you need. And I guess my top tips for those people that are feeling overwhelmed right now is to have a think about whether there is something that you're sabotaging for yourself, because I think that so much of it can be there. Think about that perfectionism streak you might or may or may not have. Not everybody's got that, but some people do have it, don't they? That perfectionism driver. Have a think about that. And think about the expectations of what you're putting onto yourself and what you're expecting yourself to do. It's a bit like expecting your car to run continuously without refueling it, isn't it? 
if we're not taking care of our own needs, we can't just continue forever. We that there will come a time where we're not meeting our needs emotionally or physically. And when that happens, then it really is a slippery slope, isn't it? So it's about recognising it. So for all of you that might be on placement or trying to get assignments done or trying to work through something, have a think about that. You know, what do I need? What am I doing? Am I procrastinating here? Am I sabotaging myself? What's happening? So I hope that that's really helpful. If you can hear banging in the background, by the way, the people up the road have got some building work going on and I've I've tried to to sort of avoid doing this whilst they were banging but now they seem to have kind of packed up but maybe they haven't quite packed up fully <laughs> because I can still hear the banging slightly so I'm hoping you can't hear that too badly on this recording um, fingers crossed but if you do then maybe that's just another kind of gives you another indicator as to what life can be like sometimes and not everything is perfect and I'm going to fight my perfectionism streak to try to to remove those the bangs. <laughs> I'm going to fight my perfectionism streak and I'm going to put this out onto the internet without removing them all. So I, I hope you found my ramblings interesting today. And I know that it's a really different way of, of me coming to you. But I just wanted to be really real about how I was feeling with everything. And I think that that's really helpful to put that out. It's been a really big help to me, actually, to just sit here and... Yeah, just talk through and I feel I actually feel so much better. So thank you for listening. Anyway, until next time, I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining me. It has been great to have you with me. If you want to strike up a conversation or ask any questions, please do come and find me on Facebook. The details will be in the show notes below. And don't forget to help me to reach more people by sharing. Have a great week, everybody, and looking forward to creating something new for next time. Bye-bye. Thank you.